All right, first up on the show is Armin Babajanian, the CEO of World Affairs Council of San Antonio. Armin helps create platforms to inform and educate the community about international culture, news, government, and policy. Armin, welcome to the show. Happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm going to learn a lot, I think, on this one. <laughs> so how did you get involved with the World Affairs Council? Yeah, I he, most of my life I've been involved in a, another nonprofit called Big Brothers Big Sisters oh, yes. uh, for over 18 years. And uh, at some point I uh, was listening to some leadership uh, programs and they said, you know what, the best way to develop yourself is to get out of your comfort zone. And I got out of my comfort zone and I, and I uh, decided to apply for a position with this nonprofit. Um, I have done international relations in college. That was my uh, focus when I was doing political science. So I've always had an itch to uh, go in this route, something related in this field. Um, so I applied, and that was three and a half years ago. What's your favorite part of doing this type of work? I think it's it, the, the, the significant – there are two components. One is, you know, we were talking offline uh, with a boss about – the information out there about particularly about international affairs and what happens around the world and trying to communicate that message and uh, the impact that it has globally um, to everyday citizens. Uh, one aspect is providing that information to citizens. The other aspect is our youth program where we have high school students who are competing. Um, uh, uh, we have an annual competition um, it's a trivia competition. And so getting the youth involved who are uh, really interested in what is transpiring around the world at such a young age, they don't have to participate. They sign up at their respective schools to participate. And so I, I get a kick out of seeing uh, the youth who are who have so much stuff going on around the world, especially on their phones and looking around to be to participate in something like our organization. So um it's two-pronged. It's the youth component and also the educational aspect of of uh, sharing the information with cit glo uh, globally-minded citizens. So it seems like, you know, the World Affairs Council is going to have a positive effect on the community because it provides this educational platform for all ages, really, you know, kids, adults, and so forth. And it's also an interactive, it's an engaging forum. Explain that a little bit. I think that's the best component is the inter interactive part. You see you see a lot of one-way information coming. And, and to be frank with you, you know, when we have guests on our programs, there's a certain bias involved from whoever is presenting. As, as fair-minded as people could be, there's a certain bias from a former ambassador, from uh, someone who works at a consulate or someone who has traveled even. There's certain bias involved. Uh, the beauty with our organization is everyday people can listen to it and ask pressing issues. When we have a program on immigration, when we have a program on human trafficking, our audience isn't shy. Uh, they want to learn, and they ask the really tough questions. How does that help with respect to policy, do you think? Well, I think it, it, it allows the elected officials and the former officials to know that people are engaged, that they're not just uh, taking information in one way, particularly when it comes to controversial issues. There, there are some uh, programs that we've done on the Holocaust, for example, or Ukraine, where there isn't that much, well, there, there's policy uh, 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 debate of some of the things that happen in D.C., but um, most of the programs we do are, are not necessarily controversial, but even when they are, um, people are 
encouraged and are not shying away from asking the tough questions. And I think the the people who are on the panels and when we share the information publicly, uh, they, they are aware that if you come to a program, if you're a guest, you are going to get uh, feedback from the audience. Well, that's fair. I think that's a good format. I think that's, yeah. that's really interesting, man. I, I tell you that because coming from where I'm from, because we talked offline. Yeah. The, I think the the more the people are aware of what's going on, yeah. the bigger push they would do for driving new policies or um, even suggesting, you know, the how to treat the issues at hand. I think what you're doing is is pretty fantastic. I'm I'm a big fan of political, you know, and let's say politics on the international scene, to say you know to to put it this way, and I, and I love that. I, I really do like it. So. Sounds like a future member here of the World right. Affairs actually, Council. Actually, yeah, I was actually looking at this, and I was like, man, that's um, it, it needs to be considered, especially networking with like-minded people. The other really benefit we have, and I think you would appreciate, Abbas, is is we ha- through the years since we have uh, we've we've done these programs, a lot of communities who are tucked away in San Antonio. You're talking about the Pakistani community, the Armenian community, the Turkish community, the Iranian community. These are communities who are sometimes siloed and sometimes don't have the courage to really come out uh, because there's really no platform. And so we provide that platform to talk about some of the issues that is uh, near and dear to their hearts and that maybe not a lot of people are aware of it because, you know, your, your regular medium may not have the time or the interest to cover it. Sure. And really, we have to take care of our own community, right? And we, that's a huge part of it. So we appreciate that. How is your organization funded? It's a so our, our organization is non-pro, nonprofit, nonpartisan, primarily from private donations. We have sponsors just like uh, uh, the radio station does. Um, we're always, uh, we don't have any government support. We may get some from the city to sponsor certain things, but primarily through private foundations, private corporations, and citizens. And as far as your youth programs, what kind of stuff are you guys doing with the youth? That is a program that's expanding. Right now, what we do is we partner with uh, school districts and schools to encourage their students to participate in our annual academic World Quest competition takes place in February, and the really cool thing is uh, we had last year, for example, our, the students from Keystone School, uh, they won the local competition. They went to the national competition with other World Affairs Council students, um, and they won the national among 50 other teams. So it was uh, we're very proud of them. They're going again this year to defend their title. Um, but what we want to do is if there, if there are any schools or uh, school officials who are listening is we want to partner with you because we don't we only had roughly about 18 teams participating um, and the potential for that is, is is a lot more particularly from the public schools okay and then um, what is your international citizen of the year tell me about that so we're we're celebrating our 39th year it's it's our biggest fundraiser so that's where the majority of our funding comes from is from our international citizen of the year we we look at the local community and see who is making a global impact and uh we started with general mcdermott uh 39 years ago and we've had everybody uh uh some of the names you may not be familiar with who are doing some really amazing things last year it was shannon sedgwick davis who's done a lot of work uh, globally, particularly in Africa, uh, take, trying to take down warlords. Um, and so she's raised a lot of money, grassroots, to get uh, more attention. You might remember the, 
the uh, the uh, documentary called Coney 2012. It was taking yes. down the warlord uh, James Coney. So yep. that's what she worked on. And he's still around, but their ability to traffic, especially young kids, has significantly been reduced because of her efforts. Um, she's, you know, she she know she knew the late Desmond Tutu. Uh, she interacted with Richard Branson, and she lives right here in San Antonio. So we look for people like that, and we honor them, and we sell tables, and we have a keynote speaker. And this year we have a local uh, lady who was born in Bangladesh, uh, is is Pakistani, and um, her name is Wahida Kara, and uh, we will be honoring her this year. So if folks want to attend your uh, one of your events, what are the steps to going through that? Very easy to do. Our website uh, is wacofsa.org, and um, you could sign up. You could become a member. You could also just sign up to get the newsletters. There are certain perks of being a member. You get certain discounts. You get uh, certain perks with being a member. You don't necessarily have to be. If you're interested in attending, please shoot me an email through the website. Send us a message on social media. Let us know, hey, I want to attend. I want to bring my kid to to the event. We do have several parents who are bringing their kids who uh, want to learn more about what's happening around the world. And and uh, I, I I always people always ask, what's your target audience? It's like we got to develop uh, this early on, especially with the youth in our community. Yeah, the better educated we are, the better decisions we can make, locally and abroad. I, I think yeah. they're intermingled. That's I don't right. I don't think you can separate them these days. No, know? they definitely do intertwine. They yeah. do intertwine. So yes. there's a big value in starting definitely kids, especially the younger, the better, I would say. That's right. Armin, uh, if people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Website, uh, org. You could Google World Affairs Council of San Antonio. We're one of 92 affiliates across the country. So oh. um, this, this organization has been around in San Antonio since 1982. The roots of the organization go back to the 1900s after World War One. Um, and then we started, local leaders got together here in San Antonio. They wanted San Antonio to be competitive, internationally minded, and we started that in uh, 1982. So just Google us, go to our website, and we'd be happy to have you as a guest at one of our programs. All right, Armin, thank you very much. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. That's the first one we've had with a, uh, you know, a, a local organization uh, you know, that is involved in educating the public and so forth. It's, I don't know that it's really political as much as it is just it's educational. Yes. Would that be accurate? You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, we had uh, Will, local co- former Congressman Will Hurd. He wrote a book uh, not too long ago. We had him as one of our programs. Um, clearly, you know, we were promoting the book as well. But, you know, Ernie Zuniga from, a, from, a, from the TV station was the moderator. We had over 100 people who attend, and they asked some tough questions. Now, sometimes they could choose not to answer them, but the questions are going to be there, and they're going to be engaged, and – uh, we rarely have any person say, okay, I'm not going to answer certain questions. It's usually open and free for the community to ask. So, absolutely. Well, if anybody's good at not answering questions, it would be politicians, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just yes. the way that goes, right? Uh, wait, that wasn't what I asked you. <laughs> uh.